Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a Catholic podcast that explores topics within the Catholic faith to help us deepen our spiritual lives, own our relationship with the Lord, and strengthen His church. Hello and welcome to the Clumsy Theosis podcast. My name is Rochelle Lucero and I am your host. Did you know that the most popular book of the Bible is the Psalms? And that among the saints, especially during early Christianity, as well as today, the Psalms were the most frequently used book in the Bible for meditation and prayer. So with that information, you have to ask yourself, do I pray the Psalms enough? Should I be praying them more? Well, if you go to Mass, then you are praying the Psalms at least once a week, right? Because if you're at least going on Sunday, you're praying the Psalms during the responsorial Psalm. But you know what? I think that we should all be praying the Psalms more often than once a week and probably every day. And so I'm going to break down the Psalms all 150 of them, to make them more approachable and to help you to navigate them better. Over my summer break, I released a couple of videos for my patrons, and today I'm going to kind of condense the information that I put out for them in those videos about the Psalms. And if you would like to become a patron, since we're talking about them, you can receive exclusive resources, videos, and merchandise from me. If you decide to generously donate to Clumsy Theosis, all you have to do is visit clumsytheosis.net and click the word donate in the menu, especially if you have found that this show has helped your faith life. All right, moving on to the Psalms. What are they? What are the Psalms? They're a collection of prayers. Yes, they're also in the form of Hebrew poetry. Not everybody knows that. When I found this out, this was not really a big selling point for me, quite the opposite really, because I find poetry frustrating. I detest subtext and having to read between the lines in life, and I definitely don't want to have to do it during my leisure time while I'm reading or while I'm praying. But you know what? The Psalms don't require that you have to riddle out their meaning, and the Psalms don't rhyme either. Both of these are total pluses in my book. In fact, the best thing, the most appealing thing about the Psalms for me, and pay attention to this because this is a lesser known but uber important fact about the Psalms, the Psalms are a story, the story of the Davidic kingdom. The Davidic kingdom is the kingdom that we read about in the Old Testament that was started by King David, and that is the same David from the story of David and Goliath, but it also includes the reign of his son Solomon, and don't forget about Jesus because Jesus is a descendant of David. So the Psalms are the story in chronological order of the kingdom of David. And I feel like the Psalms are like a diary of the Davidic kingdom. Or if the word diary kind of like creeps you out or just doesn't uh, float your boat, if you would prefer to refer to it as a prayer journal, I think that works as well. Because in the Psalms, you get to hear the inner thoughts, the emotions, and the movements of the heart that are accompanying the major moments of the rulers of the Davidic kingdom. And I personally am a sucker for movies where while you're watching them, you know, you're watching the story unfold, but as a bonus, you get like a narration from the main character. And in that narration, you're learning how they're feeling, what they're thinking, 
And this usually comes in the form of like a diary entry. And like I said, that's what the Psalms remind me of, kind of like a diary of the kingdom of David. Now, the Davidic kingdom is broken down into five stages, and so are the Psalms, but the Psalms call them books. And why should you care about the five stages of the Davidic kingdom? Well, believe it or not, they're actually relatable. They depict the rise and the fall, the ebbs and the flows of life, for example. Okay, now most of us have not lost a whole kingdom and been sent off into exile with all of our people, but we've all lost something important to us. We've all suffered and we've been persecuted in some way to some degree. But at the same time, all of us have experienced joy as well as triumph. And this is also true for David and Solomon. And we can read all about this in the Psalms. But the best thing about this is that the Psalms give us words that were inspired by the Holy Spirit to accompany those moments in life. And those words, they help us to invite God into all of those moments, all of the good ones, the bad ones, and the ugly ones, especially the ugly ones. I find those ones very, very helpful because it's in our fallen nature to hide or to step away from God during those times. Just like Adam and Eve hiding in the garden, that's us, right? We want to fix the mess before we invite God back into our lives, into our hearts. But the bad and the ugly times, those are the times that God wants to be with us most so that he can help us to fix our messes and to be in communion with us once again and even sooner than if we were to try to fix the mess ourselves and, you know, have that distance between us and God prolonged. Plus, knowing the five stages of the kingdom of David will help make sense of the other books in the Old Testament, but that's not today's topic. Now, when I'm learning something or I'm studying and I want to like commit it to memory, I like to get the basic skeletal structure or an outline, right? I like to set that up first and then I fill in layers of information, different layers of detail. So that's what I'm going to do here. First, I'm going to talk about the Psalm divisions and how they correspond with the different stages of the Davidic kingdom. This is going to be our backbone of our skeletal structure, our main outline. Then I'm going to start layering on the details. And the second thing I'm going to do is to summarize every stage of the Davidic kingdom with broad strokes about what is happening during that stage. And I'm going to also identify the theme, which will basically be the summary in one word, right? This is the theme of what happened in this stage in one word. Okay, when I do this, you're going to see just how relatable the Psalms are to the typical human experience of life. And I hope that as we go through that, you will try to identify, right, like identify what's going on with the psalmist and how that can apply to your life. And then the third and final layer that I'm going to give you, we're going to take the summary and the theme from the previous layer. And we're going to add more on to that. And we're going to talk about the overall mood of each stage, as well as the type of prayer that you'll find in that stage, because that will have been provoked by the mood and the situation. This is the part that will show you how to apply your knowledge of the Psalms, right? Because you're going to now know what is happening in the Psalms with regard to the Davidic kingdom, the, the theme, the mood, and how it relates to the human experience, right? And so you're going to be able to be like, oh, I'm experiencing this type of situation in my life, or I'm going, you know, this is, seems to be the theme of my season right now, or my day even. 
and you're going to know where you can go back in the Psalms and find those Psalms, those prayers that you can now pray. And when you do this, you know what's going to happen. You are going to be using those Holy Spirit inspired words to build your relationship with God. What, what? I mean, so if you know anyone who might like learning about the Psalms in this way, please take a moment right now, press pause if you have to, and send this episode to a friend or just share it online. But without further ado, let's go through those stages of the Davidic kingdom and where they fit in with the Psalms and all this information that you need to know. Our first layer, we're talking about the division of the Psalms. Okay, so the Psalms are divided into five books. And you'll actually probably notice that there's going to be divisions in your book that'll say, oh, sorry, in in your book of the Psalms that says book one, book two, book three, book four, and book five. And so those divisions are as follows. So book one is Psalm 1 through 41. Book two is Psalm 42 through 72. Book three is Psalm 73 through 89. And book four is Psalm 90 through 106. And book five is Psalm 107 through 150. Okay, so now I'm going to summarize. This is the second layer. I'm going to summarize each of these five stages of the Davidic kingdom, and every stage goes with the corresponding book. So stage one goes with book one in the Psalms. Stage two in the Davidic kingdom goes with book two in the Psalms, okay? And we're going to do this with really, really big broad strokes. So in that first book of the Psalms, what's happening in the Davidic kingdom, David is basically running from his enemies. He's suffering from sickness, and he's suffering from his own sin, right? So he's kind of suffering a lot in this part of the Psalms. That is what I would say would characterize the theme of this first stage, as well as this first book of the Psalms, would be suffering. Moving on to the second stage slash second book of the Psalms. Right now, the Davidic kingdom is in its heights. Solomon is king and everything just seems to be going right for Israel as well as for Solomon, the king. He's on top of the world. Here, I would say that the theme of the second stage of the Davidic kingdom, as well as the second book of the Psalms, is triumph. If you've ever felt triumphant, if you've ever felt like everything is going great for you, this is an important section for you to pay attention to in the Psalms. Now, just as high as Solomon was in the second stage, he's going to be just as low in the third stage of the Davidic kingdom because here we see the downfall of the kingdom. Solomon has had too many wives. They are idolatrous. He is just going against the faith and the kingdom falls. The rug is swept out from under his feet and he is pretty hopeless. And the people of Israel probably feel a little bit hopeless as well because they are also suffering with the king. They are now in exile altogether. The fourth stage of the Davidic kingdom, you find a lot of reflection. Solomon realizes, I need some help from God. Trying to figure out what did I do wrong because I just got myself and my whole kingdom in a really big mess, right? And so here we're going to have a lot of petitions about being delivered from exile, right? Like begging and pleading to God. And so I would actually say that This fourth stage of the Davidic kingdom, as well as the fourth book of the Psalms, the theme is a lot of reflection. And the fifth stage of the Davidic kingdom is when God brought the people out of exile. Okay, and this is a joyous event, and that is the theme of this last book of the Psalms and the last stage of the Davidic kingdom. It's just joyful that people are out of exile, 
They get to go back and rebuild their temple. Now we're going to put on the third layer. We're going to go over the mood that corresponded with each stage and that you'll find in each book of the Psalms, okay? And then also, yeah, don't forget about the prayers that are, you know, you're going to see the prayers reflect the mood as well as the theme of what happened in the Davidic kingdom. In the first book of the Psalms, the mood is going to be pretty low, right? Because remember, David was suffering. And this is probably some of the lowest that you'll find um, for a while in the Psalms. So if you have felt like things are just not going too great, this might be a place that you want to visit in the Psalms because here we have David lamenting. He's lamenting a lot. And these are referred to as individual laments because it's just David himself lamenting to God and just saying, things are kind of crappy. Lord, this is my plight. Things suck a little bit, you know? So spend some time here if you feel like I just need to kind of complain to God because if David can do it, we can do it. And these are some Holy Spirit inspired complaints. (laughs) So take advantage of them. And then moving on to the second book of the Psalms and second stage of the kingdom. Here, you're going to have a very different mood. It's going to be very confident. This is like the highest of the Psalms because the theme is triumphant. And so the type of prayers you're going to hear are a lot of praise, right? We're going to praise God because God is so great and he's blessed us so much. So if you are in a place of triumph, if you are feeling such confidence or you're just feeling blessed or you just want to praise the Lord in general, even if things aren't good, but you feel like your heart or your soul just wants to praise the Lord, spend some time in the second book of the Psalms. And the third book of the Psalms, the mood here, it's pretty depressing because this is the downfall of the kingdom. The king and the people feel kind of hopeless. And here you're going to hear more laments similar to the first book of the Psalms. However, now you're going to get what's referred to as communal laments. The people are going to be lamenting to God. Like the nation is in trouble. It's a collective. It's a communal lamenting to the Lord. I don't know. This might be a great time for us to uh, maybe spend some time in the third book of the Psalms. I I think it's fitting for a worldwide pandemic. Or if you're an American and the country is going crazy because it's an election year and things are just so crazy and so violent and everything's in such an upheaval, this might be a great time to spend some time lamenting to the Lord for the nation and for the world. Just a thought. Um, Just a little tidbit of information about this book. The most depressing, hopeless, Psalms that you will find in the whole book of the Psalms are Psalms 88 and 89. And if you feel that way, I hope you never do. But if you do, David, sorry, uh, Solomon has felt this way as well. And he put it into words, thanks to the Holy Spirit. And when Solomon petitions the Lord to be taken out of exile in the fourth stage, since the theme was reflective, the mood is kind of dull. It's kind of dull, a little dreary. And the prayers that you're going to find in this section, they're very interesting here because you see that that Solomon has turned his thoughts off of his earthly kingdom, and now he's focused himself upward towards God and God's will and God's providence and everything. Um, I felt that way before where like your head is like, you know what? I think it's time that I start looking at God's will. I stop relying on myself, you know, that type of thought process. Try that if you're ever in that space. And the fifth and final book of the Psalms. Remember, this is a joyful theme because God has delivered his people out of exile. So the mood is going to be thankful. So you're going to get lots of prayers of thanksgiving here, right? 
And in this last book of the Psalms, we find what are referred to as the Hallelujah Psalms. And that's going to be Psalms 146 through 150 specifically, right? Those, those last couple of Psalms are referred to as the Alleluia Psalms. But all the previous Psalms in that book, they're just thankful in general. So if you feel like, you know what, I'm just thankful to the Lord for the breath that I get to breathe, then maybe spend some time in the fifth book of the Psalms. All right, so those are the three layers that I wanted to share with you today. I hope they're helpful. I hope they help you to navigate the Psalms, right? So now that you know the story, I think it's easier to remember a story than it is, you know, just kind of like some bullet point facts. You know the story. Now you know how they correspond with the books in the Psalms. And, you know, when you need certain types of prayers, depending on where you're at in life, what you're feeling, um, where your head's at, I hope this helps you navigate to find those Holy Spirit inspired words in the Psalms. Okay. Until next week, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter if you don't already get it. And also, don't forget that you have the option to donate if you are feeling so inclined. You can go to clumsytheosis.net and donate there, or there's a link down in the show notes, just like there's a link in the show notes for the email sign up. And also, social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at clumsytheosis. Right now, I really haven't been posting hardly at all. I I just felt like I felt called to not be on social media, really is is what it was. Um, But I'll be back. So go ahead and follow me there and then you'll start to see all the things that I post. And if you do nothing else, I hope that you pray with the Psalms and maybe share this with a friend or two or all of your online community if you found it helpful because we need people to learn about clumsy theosis, right? So that they can transform the world by letting Christ transform them. Until next week, peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Clumsy Theosis. I'm so happy that you've been able to hang out. If you want to learn more about Clumsy Theosis, you are more than welcome to visit my website, clumsytheosis.net. From clumsytheosis.net, you will also be able to contact me if you're interested in booking me as a speaker or if you're just feeling generous and you'd like to make a donation. Remember that together we can transform the world by letting the Lord transform us. 